Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. podcast is brought to you by my Sober Vibes coaching program. You don't have to walk this journey alone. When you work with me, you'll get personalized one-on-one support and accountability. You will have your own sobriety coach in your back pocket at all times. I was on the shame, guilt, hangover, anxiety running roller coaster for a decade when it came to my addiction with alcohol. Then I learned that I deserve to feel loved and be loved and that anything is possible in sobriety. I know right now it sounds like a pipe dream, but it's possible for you too. Just imagine how you will feel when you have someone rooting you on 24-7, have tools in place that when you get an urge to drink, you know exactly what to do to not drink. Know how to eat well, understand how exercise affects your sobriety and healthy things you can do to make movement a regular part of your day without feeling overwhelmed or obligated. Have money to knock some things off your bucket list since you're no longer spending it on alcohol. Pay off the debt that's been adding up. I mean, think about it. Think. $50 to $100 a week that you were spending on alcohol, what you now can spend it on. Get that promotion at work or make that job change you've always dreamed of. Enjoy an intimate relationship with your partner. Enjoy parties, celebrations, and get-togethers alcohol-free while still having a good time. And live a life that's fun and that you absolutely love living. You were meant to thrive, not just survive. I'm proof that you can live a life with alcohol and thrive. You don't have to be bored, it doesn't have to feel hard, and it doesn't have to be a struggle each and every day. Visit CourtneyRecovered.com Work With Me page to sign up for your one-on-one freedom consult call and learn more. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Sober Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Anderson. Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. If you're new here, I hope you enjoy the show. Make sure you go back to episode one and catch up just so you get to know me a little bit. Then you can dabble into listening into my sister and I's show, Living on the Elledge, a show within the show. And then also if you start back at one and work your way up, tons and tons of tons of wonderful human beings who have taken the time to be a guest on the show and have me ask them questions and them share their stories, which a lot of them are very, very, very inspiring. All walks of life are just a lot of good human beings. And of course, there will be a lot more to come in the future. So I hope everyone is out there staying safe and healthy and sane during these times of COVID in 2020. Today's episode, I wanted to give you a little three tips to survive the holidays. Now, (laughs) for some states, some of these holidays could be canceled. Others might not be an issue. I don't know. 
I don't know how this is going to go this year, but I am just going to hit it and give you these three tips to get through the holidays. Next week is Thanksgiving. So I wanted this episode to come before Thanksgiving and of course before Christmas and New Year's and whatnot, because this can be very triggering. This time of year can be very triggering for people. And very, very early on in my summer, I've never liked the holidays, you guys. <laughs> I love 4th of July and I love Halloween. Fun, great time of year. No, no pressure, like even like Memorial Day and Labor Day, like there's just no pressure. And then I don't know what it is. And I think this is where, well, number one, Thanksgiving is my least favorite on so many levels. And I'm just not going to get into it because then it just goes back to celebrating some stuff where, what? okay, I won't go there. I won't go there. So I just don't like Thanksgiving. And then Christmas, I didn't like up until I met Matthew and then got sober, of course. And then him and I started creating our own traditions. And then I started liking Christmas. But for so long, I did not like it. And I think it goes back to my childhood with my parents because my parents divorced at seven. Okay. So I was very young. And then splitting holidays. And then there was always when you feel bad for leaving mom on Christmas and then how, and then like Thanksgivings would be split up. So it just always left a bad taste in my mouth. And I just think there's a lot of anticipation for one day. And then the one day is over and it's like, okay, that's done. And then enter in my active um, addiction days, okay? So then you add in my active addiction days, and majority of those holidays were spent hungover or very, very, very drunk, very drunk, and hungover and very drunk, and me canceling on doing whatever, working in the restaurant industry for so long that was always the busiest time of year. So of course you would work more. So then around those times I would be working and taking place and partying and there wasn't really uh, a lot of time off. So I just had a bad taste in my mouth for holidays. <laughs> okay. So then I got sober and my husband and I, we started creating our own holidays. Me being sober, I had to then start creating my own traditions and what the holidays look like for me. And as you get into your recovery, there are certain family members you just don't want to spend a lot of time around because if there's heavy drinking involved, like it's just not your bag anymore. Do you need to go to all of those parties? No, it's just different. But of course, again, this year is different, but I'm just going to speak to it like it isn't, okay? So, now I appreciate Christmas. I could give away, I could do without Thanksgiving. I'm just thinking of the sloth holiday, but that's just me. <laughs> I know a lot of people love Thanksgiving. In Christmas, I just see something different now. I do like, though, the feel around Christmas, the month of December. It is people are a lot more nicer. I wish people would be like that all year round and not just the month of December and with acts of kindness and all of that stuff of, of what Christmas is now. But Find the joy in it wherever you are and what you want to do. So I hope this podcast doesn't seem all doom and gloom because I really do like Christmas now. I really do. But it took me a while. And I have to say this too. These holidays used to be very triggering for me my first two years of sobriety. 
And I understand how it's triggering to people because you get the Christmas parties and a lot of drinking goes involved into Christmas parties. You are around the family more during these times and a lot of drinking, especially if your family were were drinkers, are drinkers, there's lots of drinking, partying going on. Or if you just want to numb out because you don't want to be around your aunt, uncle, brother, sister, mother, father, but you have to be, then a lot more drinking is going to take place. This time of year, too, is just triggering for people because not all shit is rainbows and butterflies. So a lot of traumatic experiences can go on around this time of year. And you could just be triggered in that way. Or if you're by yourself and you don't have anybody to spend the holidays with, that's sad for a lot of people, too. So I get the triggering dynamic of this because there's so many people who love this time of year. And that is great, but not everybody has that situation. So my three tips to survive the holidays, okay? Tip number one, you've heard me say this again, and I will say this forever. I will never not suggest this. 60-minute rule. If you have to go to someone's house this year, if you have to go to a party, whatever the case may be, 60 minutes. That's one hour. Stay and go. I am telling you this. People are selfish. So when they are like, no, I want you to stay, I want you to stay, yes. And and some level, they do want you to stay. But also, too, they might want you to stay just because they want people to stay at their party. Honest to God. And the 60-minute rule, one hour is plenty of time where you show up, you're not rude, you mingle, and then you're like, okay, it's time for me to go, right? You don't look rude. Anything under 60 minutes does look rude. And you just go and have a good time. And if you're enjoying yourself and it's not triggering to you where it's jeopardizing your sobriety or anything, or even to your mental health in this in 2020, we have to keep the mental health game strong. So an hour is just enough time. I used to go and partake in things those first couple of years of my sobriety, and I would stay for way too long, way too fucking long, where I would start getting anxiety And like sitting there just so uncomfortable where it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I fucking doing this? Why am I continuing to make myself uncomfortable for other people? As I learned down the road, that was the people pleaser in me. And it's true. At some point, you got to cut the cord and be like, if my anxiety is flaring up, why am I going to continue to stay here? So 60 minutes is usually about the time that it's good. Also to remember, if you're invited over somewhere, you don't have to stay for dinner because usually there's apps, you know, and you can just tell the person like, no, I'm just, I'm not going to stay for dinner. And that's okay. If they ask why, just say I have other plans and that you're just not, that's what you're going to do. You don't owe people all of these explanations. And that is something I came to learn later down the road. I have a lot of experiences like that now where be invited somewhere like yeah I'll come this is when I'm gonna come we'll hang out like we don't need to feast but if I come and partake for an hour or two depending on how it is because I always for me personally when I give the hour it's also too kind of feeling around the vibe of what I'm comfortable with two hours sometimes is max for me and then I'm good then I'm good to go and ready to leave so 60 minute rule Go be the first one there and then be the first one to exit. You do not need to stay till the end of the night anywhere 
if you are in your first couple years of sobriety and it's triggering for you. You don't even have to do it even if you're out of those first couple years in sobriety. If you're in your like year five or six or seven and you just don't want to be there anymore, you can go because you are a grown ass adult. Number two, start creating your own traditions. And this is a great way to survive the holidays. And this is also too where you're going to start shifting it of where you think that you have to do all of this stuff for other people, where the holidays don't even become fun anymore, start building your own tradition. So maybe this year you want to cook at your place and have people over because you have been the one who's been going over to other people's houses all those years. When you're driving five different houses in one day, I put that kibosh a couple of years ago. My husband and I were doing that. I was like, I will never do this again. I'm not going to be stuck in a car all day. I don't care whose feelings get hurt, but I'm just not doing it. So that's when we started to, for Thanksgiving in particular, where I'm like, we have this house now. Let's enjoy it. Whoever wants to come over can come over. And if they don't, they don't. And that's okay. I'm not going to take it personally. Honestly, you can't. You can't take the shit personally if you don't have a person or two who shows up that you invite at. Like, that's their loss. Because you are a time, and I am a time. So, create your own traditions. Like I said, Matthew and I do Thanksgiving at our house now. We have that as an open invitation. Clearly, this year is going to be different, okay? This year is going to be a little bit different, and I think we're just going to bump it down to my mom and my sister. And maybe just even my mom, because my sister goes over to her best friend's house. Like, fine, you know, and it's the year of COVID. So I don't want to put a bunch of people at risk and it's okay. Around Christmas time, we also too make our own traditions that we have done a couple different outings him and I do together. And every year now we go because it's become our tradition. I stopped with the bullshit of still continuing to go over with my parents' house where it's just like, as great as it is, we have to start creating our own thing. And that's just what you have to do. And even if your own tradition is sitting home on Christmas Eve and watching It's a Wonderful Life by yourself and having an ugly cry and making some popcorn and snuggling up in some your blankets and your onesie pajama, like, do it. There's nothing wrong with that. And even if your tradition is seeing nobody, your new tradition is now seeing nobody on Christmas Day because you just don't like Christmas. That's okay, too. It really is. And you have to do it in the sense of what it's going to feel best, look and feel best for you, and what's going to bring you joy. Is spending $500 on, on Christmas presents to people that you see once or twice a year really, does that make you feel good? Or are you just doing it because you feel like you have to to please others? Think about it. So definitely number two, start making your own traditions, please. And that's just a good way, too, of mentally to, I don't know, like declutter yourself. Declutter of what feels good for you and what doesn't feel good for you in your, in your life anymore. Especially, too, when you step in sobriety. Stuff changes you change as a person because you grow and evolve because you're not no longer stuck because alcohol makes you stuck and that relationship you have with alcohol, you get stuck. So you evolve into your sobriety and that's going to look different for you and it's going to feel different for you. So why keep doing the same things that just don't feel good to you anymore and to that can still be very triggering and have a lot of 
negative memories to it. Like I have a lot of negative memories again towards Christmas and Thanksgiving because I was really hungover those days or really drunk, depending on the year. Like Christmas Eve, I was always hungover because the night before Christmas Eve, I would work. And that was always a very busy night in the bar. And then I would get really hammered that night and then be extremely hungover on Christmas Eve and not partake. And then Christmas, I would mellow out and then it was time to start drinking again. You guys feel me? <laughs> so make your own traditions. And number three of how to survive, especially this holiday season, you need to take care of your mental game. And that can be with exercise, meditation, lots of water. Please hydrate yourself. I will throw a fun fact. 70% of Americans are dehydrated. And if you have ever noticed, if you're dehydrated, you might have a little bit of anxiety. So it's very, very good for you to drink all the water. You can journal, read a lot of personal development. If you need to listen to inspiring podcasts, listen to books on our audibles, inspiring books, maybe watch some inspiring movies during this time, some documentaries where you're learning, where it's not all doom and gloom. Please, dear God, turn off the news in 2020 uh, <laughs> and eat a little bit better. Add in vegetables. This will all take care of your mental health where you are feeling better. And when you are feeling better and in structure and in that right path, whatever time of year it is, it's also going to help you make better decisions where if you do get triggered during the holidays, you're going to feel a little bit better because even though you feel better, it doesn't mean that triggers aren't going to happen, Okay but where you will feel better with the right decision of if it comes down to it, where you're asked with the question of like, oh, are you going to have a drink? You know, cause people will, will ask you that and you will feel better of like, no, I'm not going to have a drink today because you're feeling so good and you're making the right choices for yourself. Now, again, in times of COVID this year, especially you need to do what is comfortable for yourself. And if, if you're a person who doesn't want to go to your brother's house because he's having 20 people over and I was on the side of this isn't real and no one's going to cancel my Thanksgiving, then, then don't go. That's up to your decision, you know, and if you're just comfortable with staying home by yourself, then stay home by yourself. That doesn't mean that you're alone. It means you're making a decision to keep it casual this year. And remember that we're still in this crazy time of a global pandemic. You feel me? So I hope these tips help you during this holiday season. I do have an exciting news. My ebook will be launching Tuesday, November 24th. And it is the ultimate guide to sobriety, really how to survive your first year of sobriety. I narrow it down to the first year and I give tips. In my point of view, I talk about 10 topics in there that really is stuff that people think about. And I wish I had something like this when I quit drinking because I would have liked some of these questions answered because there was things that I heard but didn't know about and all of that jazz. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Again, you can go to CourtneyRecover.com and get your copy. And I will put the link in the show notes. That link won't be active till Tuesday, okay? Please, if you ever need me, reach out. I know these can be triggering times and hard times for people. You can join our free Sober Vibes women-only monthly 
meetings. There's three a month. Get over into the Sober Vibes Facebook page. Keep listening. Keep letting me know what I can do. If there's any topic that you want me to talk about, email me, SoberVibes at gmail.com, and I will gladly talk about it. All right. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and keep on trucking. All right. Thanks. Thanks.